going on? Welcome to another show. This is the Live Life Aggressive Podcast. Mike Mahler, Sincere Hogan, and got a good friend of ours on the line today. Oh, this is going to be a pretty badass show. We said it every week, though. But you know what? We don't lie. It's always true. It's always <laughs> we, have, true. we don't lie, so hey. <laughs> I mean, hey, we had Boss Rootin' on yesterday. What the hell? You the know? great <laughs> MMA legend, super cool guy. He was such a cool guy. For those of you, you may, I mean, we're, you may not have even heard that episode yet, but if you're listening to this one and you haven't heard the Boss Rootin' episode, definitely check that one out. And then today we thought we would do something special. We've been talking about this course we're doing in September. In September 2021, Las Vegas, we're putting together the Live Life Aggressively Summit course. It's going to be an incredible event, and we have an all-star lineup. It's going to be Sincere Hogan, Ken Blackburn, Steve Cotter, and myself. It's going to be two days, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., eight hours each day. No fluff, great instruction. And then we're putting together some extracurricular activities. We want this to be a real Las Vegas experience. In other words, have a great time. So I'm actually looking into some hotel deals on the Strip. I've got a good friend who has some contacts at Mandalay Bay. So we're seeing if we can get a great group discount so everyone can stay at the same casino on the Strip and have a blast. And then that casino is at the edge of the Strip, so it's not going to be too far from where the planned venue is. And then we're going to set up a shuttle service so we can run people back and forth. We want this to be a real VIP experience because we think you guys are our VIPs. Because you're not just listening to the podcast, you're stepping up big time. And what we did recently is we started, we had a, an avid listener, Jason Crow, who gave us a great idea. He basically said, look, I don't want to be on the VIP list. I just want to sign up right now. I know you guys hear people talking all the time. They never back it up. I'm not that guy. So just let me know how I can pay, and let's get this whole thing going. And we're like, man, this guy's great. So he gave us a killer idea. We got him registered, of course. And then Sincere and I are talking, and we're going, why don't we just make this same offer to everybody on our VIP list? We have about 70 people on there. So instead of waiting for the ad copy to come out and giving them first dibs, let's give them a super low price brief information about how to sign up, what the, what the course is going to be all about, the dates, et cetera, and let's just give them a deal. So we had 17 people sign up within 24 hours. They got in at the low price of $799.95, so they're saving 400 bucks because when this ad copy goes live on all of our different mediums, it's going to go to $1,200, no exceptions. So we're giving you the entire month of April to get in at $799.95. Now, what you need to do is email me, Mike at LLAPodcast.com or Sincere at LLAPodcast.com. And what we'll do is we'll send you the brief info along with the payment link and you can get registered. But folks, 17 people in 24 hours. It's only April. We only have 40 slots that we can that we can handle. So, I mean, we'll, we're, we're, more, we're almost halfway there and the course is not till September. So you want to get on this. Get in at the lowest price possible and... Make sure you get signed up so you actually get in before the course sells out. <clears throat> exactly. I mean, we're almost at the halfway mark now. It's the first week of April, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we said originally, like, okay, we're going to put the ad copy and put everything up, starting taking registrations like in May. Dude, it's not even May yet. So I'm having a good feeling that May is not even going to happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so look here. You need to get ahead of the game and pretend that April is May and get signed up now. 
See, I hate writing ad copy too. So there's an, you there's know an extra, I there's, there's an extra incentive here because I want 40 <laughs> people to register in April so that we don't even have to go to the ad copy. You know, we're, told just, you. We're, we're good. We're set. I told you I like to talk. I don't like to write. <laughs> okay, it's obvious. That's why we have a podcast and we're not sitting here having just, you've seen our blogs. I'd rather post some videos or talk than sit there and write a long blog post. And the majority of you don't like reading long stuff on the line, on the, online anyway. So just, let's just avoid all that. Sign up. I don't want to write it. I don't. <laughs> I just want to train. I can't train if I'm writing ad copy all damn day. Okay, so, Absolutely. And just a know. business tip for folks here, too. I mean, the, one of the reasons why this has been so successful so soon is that, I mean, we have 17 people that are avid listeners of our show. They've been listening week after week after week, hearing about this, <clears throat> enjoying the content. So we've developed a relationship with these listeners where they enjoy our show a great deal. So what happens is when it comes time to pull the trigger on an event where they already said they're interested in attending, they're already programmed to want to come because they have already we've already established the value via the show. So we were they're already very interested. It's not the same as someone who just comes to your website, sees the ad copy, doesn't really know that much about you and then has to decide whether they're going to spend $800 or more for a course. No, with, a, with a stranger, with a stranger, yeah. because yeah, exactly. we're not strangers now. It's like we've made a connection exactly. with our listeners and we talked exactly. to them via email. We talked to them via, tw via Twitter, Facebook. So it's not like a lot of these folks who just show up, put up a sales page, you know, buy my ish. And then they bounce out. They get your money. And then they, you know, you see them that weekend while they're presenting and then you don't see them again. It's like, no, you we've created a relationship with this podcast. So there's a good tip right there on good customer service and actually relationship building and not just looking just for customers and people right. to buy your ish because the thing is it's like the relationship is going to be there even after this course is done because there was a relationship before the course even started okay so that's the thing so well i mean what's going to happen is we're going to have i mean this is going to be a real las vegas experience which means we're going to have dirt on these people and they're going to be, <laughs> you know we're, we're, we're going to have some oh, serious dirt on these people and they're going to have to pay us off for a long time that so reminds that's, me that's of how you extend the income here that reminds me part. of the movie skulls with, with paul walker and um i think jonathan uh, jackson whatever it's like basically one of the first rules of business is to make sure that you have that everyone has gets their hands dirty so, right. you know, <laughs> so exactly. therefore you keep the circle nice and tight and everybody's going to be like in check from that point on. So it's funny. First time I ever heard that, I was like, hmm. So that's probably that's one of the main reasons why the four of us are doing this course together. OK, that's the reason why this relationship between the four of us has, has carried on throughout the years. We all <laughs> we all know our dirty little secrets and, <laughs> and we're not ashamed to share it in case someone gets out of line. <laughs> no, we now like, um, almost a hangover type finale to the course where Steve will be on the roof, uh, send Mike Tyson tattoo, John Brookfield will be in the bathroom. It'll, it'll be nice. John, Brook, John Brookfield's going to be in the bathroom with one of those outfits on, you know, the guys who give you the mints and all that. And you'll be like, for an extra tip, I'll bend a nail for you. <laughs> He's going to be in the men's bathroom at Mandalay Bay bending nails. You know? It's like everywhere, everywhere you go, you're going to see some kind of fitness. Podcast. Why are they talking about me in a bathroom? This makes no sense. <laughs> There's going to be a fitness personality at every venue at Mandalay Bay, you walk into a restaurant, you know, it'll be Jason Dolby waiting at your table, you know, to, 
<laughs> Can I get a drink for you guys? <laughs> oh, yo, 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 what do you guys want today? No, no, no. Oh, a tip? Respect. Respect. <laughs> oh, we love Jason. Sean Wild Buckley is going to come like barge you through the VIP room, you know, like, breaking the doors down off the hinges. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Andrew Durney has one of the waiters, like, I'll have the filet mignon. All right. And I'll have the wine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll bet in the pan that he just served it in. <laughs> he's gonna, he's he gonna takes, serve. He takes the food, and just tosses it over his head, Highland Game style. Like, yeah, this is BS. This food's cold. Just throw it away. <laughs> like crazy. I think we kind of hit on too. I think we've always kind of talked about how funny it would be if we actually created like a kettlebell movie. And I still think we should do that. Well, this yeah. this weekend could be an. I mean, this course could be an opportunity for that. And speaking of which, Steve, are you there? <laughs> oh, there he is. I see him. I like you. That was a real delay. Right <laughs> What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. Great. Are you are you I'm in so another good. country or where are you at? <laughs> no, I'm in I'm in uh, San Diego. Okay, good because it was I thought you might be in in Delhi or something. He's an underground bunker <laughs> teaching a workshop in Siberia. <laughs> Oh man! You don't hear any in the background. How how's everybody? Oh, we're good. We're man. good, man. We're good. good to have you on the call. Yeah, we're Thank we got a, we have much. four of us, folks. We got Ken Blackburn, Sincere Hogan, Steve Cotter, myself. We thought we would do something special because we've been talking about this course forever, and we thought it would be cool to get all four of us on the show and just talk about what we're going to be covering and <laughs> just have a good time too. We'll just take the conversation wherever it goes. So we'll talk about the course and then whatever Ken has new that's going on whatever whatever steve's working on we'll get into that as well yep why don't we start there what do you got what have you guys been up to ken let's start with you what's been going on lately oh man just uh same you know traveling teaching um you know doing a lot of online training uh trying to make sure i train myself uh just trying to keep up with mitch and uh you know just trying to get better you know trying to keep learning now are you doing a lot of jerks by yourself or what are you working on <laughs> I'm not even going to take the time. <laughs> Come on, man. That was a serious always, question. Mike, always plugging your products, huh, Mike? <laughs> Can you always smell be closing. This? Can you smell the <laughs> NBC? Can you smell that setup, Ken? That's <laughs> oh, a mile away. Oh come on! That, that wasn't even like there wasn't even like a, a tone of sarcasm in that question. <laughs> oh, that was all inference on your part there. You, know? oh, you tried to totally ninja that in. Hey, Ken, do you jerk alone by chance? <laughs> <laughs> so we know <laughs> we know you're going to be teaching people how to really get the most out of their jerk time at the course. So I mean, let's let's get into that a little bit. Now you're going to be covering body weight training and some kettlebell stuff. What's What's kind of the overall theme of your segment at the September course? Um, this question is for me or Steve. Let, let's start with you since we're since we're already talking to you, and then we'll move on to Steve. Perfect. Um, I think what we talked about is uh, we can cover some kettlebell sports, so we could uh, we might divide that up so different people might cover different lifts. So what we really want to try to tackle is one, you know, we want to teach the kettlebell sport portion, which of course is going to be the lifts, so the jerk, the snatch, and the long cycle. And we want to talk about assistance work. And I know you had Chris Reed on last week, and he did a great job. And I think one of the things that people 
really haven't addressed too much is a lot of people have this conception that, well, if I get into kettlebell sport, it's nothing but the competition lift. It's no fun. It's, you know, it's too monotonous. And, and what you see now, what we know now for sure is that the best kettlebell sport lifters in the world don't just do kettlebells. They train with barbells. They train with dumbbells. They do body weight training. They run, they swim, et cetera. So we're going to talk a lot about assistance training and of course, uh, programming, you know, cause I think, you know, knowing the lifts is one part, making sure your technique is spot on, your breathing spot on. But I think the, uh, you know, one of the most important areas is the programming and how can you take somebody from point A to point B, uh, you know, get them there in a safe way and get them the result they want. Oh, very cool. So are you going to be Actually, having that people? that was going to be my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what Ken said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Steve's going to go first and then do exactly that. <laughs> Ken's gonna, like, now Ken's coming up next. Yeah, That's I, a good thing getting nothing. the first question. And then I'm going to cover body weight training and hormone optimization, and I'm really just <laughs> open your guys' eyes to the endocrine system and the magic. What about you, Mike? What do you teach? I'm going to go into power yoga, you know, <laughs> Bulgarian backs. <laughs> I was wondering, Mike, it's pretty sunny out here in San Diego. I was wondering, are you coming out with a um, magnesium uh, tanning lotion by any chance? <laughs> No, because I was born with mine, so I don't really so think I about it. that on. No homo. <laughs> I got my new melanin two two two. There's a there's actually a hormone. I forget the name of it. It sounds like melanin, but it's not. It's, it's pronounced a little bit different, which actually has a lot of benefits for the whole endocrine system, and it actually gives you a tan as well. So it's an interesting compound. Hey, Mike, I'm good. So I'll, I'll send you a case of that, Steve. <laughs> I'll pass. Uh, sincere, you're going to be our first test subject on that. Hey, man, look at me. I'm living proof, I'm, not, I'm not convinced that it works. <laughs> sincere is like, the results have been astounding. We'll, we'll, get, we'll give it to our friend CJ Swabby before he comes on the show, and we'll see if he has feedback. The, the real test subjects would be anyone who lives in the U.K. You know, if it gives them a tan, we know we have something. You know? Actually, the real test subject is Ken is going to start using uh, Sincere's hair growth formula. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dr. Delgado talked about a hair growth formula last week, actually. We should, we should, yeah, we should send some of that to uh, oh, that would be scary. Ken. Ken just grows an afro. He just looks like Juan Epstein from Welcome Back, Carter, all of a sudden. Man. Ken's going to have that same hairdo he had when he had that samurai sword in that picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. The key, the original yeah, key on the keys, my <laughs> That was during the, the the blood sport fanboy era. I could right. see. You know? That was the Aquanet era, right there, man. <laughs> Otherwise known as as Ken's every other Facebook post. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. It's all I got. Jab. Just kidding. Ken and I had a little Ken and I had a little online Photoshop war going on, but I have I have to say Ken crushed it when he did the whole Hormonicus yeah. one. You know, I was, yeah, I was yeah. like I tried to come back to that with some good jabs, but that that was a knockout. So I mean, you know, Ken's evil with his Photoshop. There's, there's nowhere to go after that one. It's like you know what. He got me here, so all I can try to do is send something back just to have a re- just to have a response. But that's it. <laughs> yeah, we haven't released that photo again. That should probably make a reappearance on a newsfeed at some point. Yeah, that could, that would be a good one for the course. You know, if there's, <laughs> if there's a photo of all four of us, like a little montage. You know? <laughs> Then I have to teach club bells, and I don't want to do that because I don't want to be associated with the used car salesman of our industry, you know, by oh, by having that one on there. Yeah, I wanted to comment on that. Um, I think uh, Sincere or Mikey made a reference to the Rat Pack, and I think Sincere, you were 
blame Dean Martin, but but I'm pretty sure I'm Davis Jr. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Come on, that was that was the whole point of me saying Dean Martin to throw a deflection on the obvious, right? Okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so first of all, out of all four, the short black guy. Okay, guess who that would be? <laughs> Everybody's gonna be confused. They're like, well, shit, if sincere is Dean Martin, who's Sammy Davis? <laughs> That's we're gonna, great. We're gonna have. We're gonna have. We'll, we'll see how divided the country is. It's like there's gonna be like a contingency of people that are going, man. If sincere wasn't on the tab, I would go. And then there's gonna be people going, man. Because sincere is on the tab, I'm going. You know. So we'll we'll see how we'll see how we're gonna see how how divided our country is. All blue states, maybe. All be more like. It's gonna be more like Brewster's like Millions, where you, where you vote for no one. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Brewster's millions. <laughs> yep, we're still in the '80s. <laughs> Started with Ken's hairstyle, and we're still there. Steve, Steve, Steve used to make fun of me as the token black guy on the senior RKC team back in the Dragon Door days. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy to pass the torch on. To <laughs> well, that was back then. It was just called ethnic, and we lumped lumped everybody <laughs> that wasn't a wasp in one category. Now Steve, we got to Steve, Steve wasn't a member of the Young Republicans Club, so he was in that. He, so he was in the same ballpark as me. So I mean, he was in the same category as me. <laughs> You're all the same. <laughs> oh man. You know that sounds cool, Ken. So I mean, I mean, one thing all of us are going to be doing too is is program design because we know people are huge on that. It's one thing just to come out to a course and then you're you're going through all these exercises, and that's great because you can always have your technique worked on. You can always have things improved. But then people always want to know how do you put all this stuff together? Because the last thing you want to do is come to an event where you're getting all this great material and then you just leave with no idea how to go forward with it. How do you progress with any of this stuff? Exactly. Ken's really an expert in that, actually, Mike, as far as um, programming. Absolutely. And and actually, I'm following one of his programs myself. Awesome. Uh, I'm sorry, kill, killing myself on a regular basis. Um, I, I, <laughs> not just not just because we're you know not just because he's my business partner, but but you know objectively, he's really put in his time and um, really synthesized things remarkably well with regard to blending. Um, you know, kettlebell sport with, with general uh, conditioning, with barbell training, uh, Bulgarian bags. You know, I'm, I'm really impressed, I have to say, with that. Oh, thanks, and, man. Um, I think folks are going to really be in for a treat because, um, you know, producing some really high-level lifters just – and, um, you know, it's great to see. But, I mean, um, it's, it's not just in Russia anymore. You know, we really have the state-of-the-art uh, methods, modern methods. Uh, no doubt. Yeah, and it's sincere, you're on his program, oh, too, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, man. For the last few years, it's funny. I was looking at an old video about one month after I started training with Ken a couple of years ago, and I just saw the difference just when I started with my long cycle and just looking at that. It was actually at the um, – Ken was at the, I think, the mid-Michigan meet with um, John Lesko and Dina, the first meet they threw together there. Oh, yeah. It was right okay. after right after Nationals. It was called Nationals at that time, about a month right after that. Started training with Ken, and I'm just you know looking at – first of all, my weight category went up. You know, at that time we were on a different ranking system, so I was competing at around, I think, I think ninety, uh, not ninety, but uh, probably about. I know I was like one hundred ninety-one pounds. I think you it was like fat. around eighty-seven. Sincere. Yeah, I was a big Sincere, boy. You're, you're I was thick. Phat. <laughs> I was fat, son. Fat, son. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it was just remarkable because in that one month of just training with Ken and the programming, I put on five pounds of muscle just in that one month. 
from kettlebell sport training. So people sit there and say, oh, you can't build any muscle from that. It's like, well, your programming probably sucks. You need to get a better coach or quit trying to coach yourself. You know, so, you know, there's a big difference. And the reason why is because of the mix that he was putting in my program. It wasn't just kettlebell sport. There were other modalities going on with that with barbell work and dumbbell work. And and then he, he also catered to the things that I really like to add that add that to assistance work, which he knows I'm a fan of body body weight training. So he included all that. So that's another sign of a great coach when he also figures out, you know, what it is that you really, really like and finds a way to add that, incorporate that in a very intelligent way to your programming. Not just throw it in there for the sake of doing it to pacify you, but at the same right. time sit there and tell you, well, that's okay, that's all fine and good, but we, we can't add that to this type of programming. So Ken finds a way to incorporate those things in there. He, he's been to our gym. He sees what we have. And he's like, hey, you know, you mind if I throw this in there? What do you think about this? How do you feel about this? Oh, hell yeah, throw that in there. So like I said, that's one of the... One of the brilliant points at having Ken as a coach as well. And people, when you come out to this course, you're going to really, really, like, really benefit from the things that Ken is going to show you as far as programming. Yeah, according to, according to Donica, Sincere, you gained that five pounds in your ass. Did you find that helped you as an anchor with your snatch oh, work? Yeah, to my, to my, yeah buddy. <laughs> ass and snatch go hand in hand. Come on. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it. Talk about Boom. putting your foot in your mouth. <laughs> well, we had, in your mouth. We, we had a guy that we talked about on the show a couple episodes back who put his whole ass in his mouth. But, you know, we, we don't need to bring up that story again. We we crushed that one accordingly no, no, a few no, episodes no. ago libertarian views you know whatever someone wants to do in their own home it's not my business <laughs> <laughs> now ken ken you've been actually doing some power lifts as well right you've been doing some heavy barbell work overhead pressing and so forth how is how have you managed to make that work with within the context of a whole kettlebell sport focused program well i think a lot of it depends on the athlete and you know for me you know, I was really trying to strengthen my knee. I had a knee injury about about a year and a half ago, and so it's you know, it's, you know I'm constantly trying to work. Around. There's Charlie. <laughs> that's that's how we had Mike's end. Yeah, that's the UPS guy showing up. Okay. Okay. Up, Charlie's getting Mike. in a fight with a raccoon back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie's laying low. Yeah, so that's good. That's some of the people that Mike's got in cages down in his basement. <laughs> Hey, he's vegan. You know, it doesn't mean he doesn't keep animals. He just doesn't eat them. Can't mute this guy. All right. Yeah, power training. I've been doing that is a kind of a way to you know really kind of rebuild my knee, make it stronger, and it and it's a nice change of pace. So for me, currently, I'm just now getting back at kettlebell sport programming. But for about uh, two to three months, I just kind of focused on the power lifts, and to be completely honest, mainly because it was fun. You know, oh, yeah. like. Oh, I mean, when you get done with kettlebell sport workouts, you just feel dead. It's like you've been in a fight. And when you do lifting, it's it's a pretty you know it's like a tonic to your central nervous system so you get done and you just feel good so i think it was something i needed specifically to do for my body but i also think it can be uh, easily combined with kettlebell sport training especially if the athlete has a, a conditioning um and athletic skill set where maybe strength is something they need to work on yeah definitely and, and like you said it's, it's a lot of fun and i think that's what's missing with a lot of kettlebell sport athletes their their training is not fun because they're using old systems that you know 
they they were available about four or five years ago, but things have evolved since then. But they're still training like they did four or five years ago when it was really, really new in this country. And that's why a lot of them are like, oh, I'm done with that. Or they've had a lot of overuse, and they pretty much can't compete anymore because they're they're injured. They have these injuries that won't go away, and they haven't addressed those injuries in the first place. But again, they're they're going for their power their power event like lifts every time they're going for the 10 minute event, like every time they train and they're wearing themselves out, they're wearing, they're wearing out the central nervous system and you just can't do that. And we, you know, we've discovered that there's a smarter way to training in terms of kettlebell sport, instead of trying to go for the money set every time that you go and train every day. Yeah. And that's a big part of the programming too, that I think a lot of people miss is, I mean, you really got to construct a program that's in alignment with somebody's their lifestyle, their available time, uh, you know, how they recover, you know, their stress levels. And if you're constantly going into the gym and every time you go into the gym, you're like, oh, this sucks. I hate being here. <laughs> then you're just constantly swimming upstream and it's a struggle. And a lot of people will say, well, you know, that's part of mental toughness. But, you know, I think it's way better when you have an athlete that goes into the gym and it's like, you know what? I want to be here. I want right. to train. But if you're constantly just, you know, going to the gym and you're just dreading it. Uh, what's our favorite uh, blade quote, Sincere? Some motherfuckers always want to skate uphill. <laughs> I skate uphill. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to do it, but then I'm thinking like, you know, how, how can I do that without like, you know, going without f bombs again and everything else? But you know, I don't care. <laughs> so, I don't care. <laughs> so yeah, man. Yeah, there's no swearing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hell, hell yeah, we don't have that explicit label for nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Look at all those last what 20, 30 episodes. Explicit, explicit, explicit. <laughs> so we have about three that doesn't have that label on it in the last 20, 30 episodes. Oh, it was cool when we, when, when, when we had Boss Rooting on yesterday. He was dropping some bombs. <laughs> what is Boss? You know, I didn't expect anything less. I'm like, there we go. That's exactly. Boss Rooting I know right there, man. <laughs> he was able to, that's why it was a cool interview because he was able to let loose. You know? exactly. I, mean, I think that's why he had a lot of fun on our show. You know, he even, like, you know, let us know that he had fun. So just let loose. But, yeah, Ken, I definitely agree with that, man. So, Steve. That's figurative, Ken, not, not literally. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, Captain Sots Press over there. We have to be not, very careful when we say that. Loose. Not combining the boots properly. Produces a lot of gas. <laughs> oh, man. So, Steve, so what are you going to be covering on the course as well, man? I know Ken tried to steal some of your thunder. <laughs> so now, no, you, now you're on the spot. Oh, Improvise. Besides, besides the gunslinger, what else are you going to be covering? No, he's, definitely, he's definitely an Avenger now. He's, <laughs> he made it to the club. Um, Steve, Steve, will just, Steve will just introduce Ken and then walk out of the room. <laughs> well, everybody, um, everybody that comes will be fully expected to be killed. So we'll get that that out of the way pretty early because that's kind of the easiest part. Um, but, you know, really as far as the, the contribution, um, what I want to share is a couple of things. One, I've, I've gleaned, a, you know, a lot of insight just in, in teaching as far as um, – work with a lot of different cultures and a lot of a lot of different countries and you know there are there are some peculiar peculiarities to each part of the world that we go to but at the same time there's also some common common factors of communication that actually transcends differences in language um you know so so one of the things i want to impart because i know a lot of a lot of the folks that are going to be coming to our to our seminar are actually fitness professionals. They're going to be teaching us. So, so they need to be able to walk away with some insights as far as becoming better, uh, more effective communicators, learning how to, how to get the lesson across. Um, so, so that's one thing I want to share. And then as far as the approach, 
um, usually what we're teaching it, it sort of resonates with where we are in our, in our own development. And, you know, for me, um, I'm actually at a point where I'm, I'm 44, definitely not, you know, it's not old, but also the recovery is not as rapid as us. And I'm talking about it uh, coming from a drug-free perspective. So not, no use of, um, you know, uh, HRT or, or PEDs or something like that. And, and some folks will, you know, that's kind of a, a personal choice. And I know Mike with the hormone optimization, you know, we're coming from similar points to do as, as much as you can using, you know, nutrition or, or um, you know, drug-free types of methods. So, you know, coming from that point, you have to be realistic. When you start getting in your 40s, um, some guys maybe a little bit younger, you have to really take a broader a broader perspective as far as how you approach the training. And so for me, it's more about a holistic approach. Um, obviously, the kettlebells is still, if I didn't enjoy kettlebells, I, I wouldn't be involved with kettlebells. I, I actually enjoy kettlebells a lot. So that's still a big part of what I do. But also things like meditation, um, and flexibility m more on the recuperative side. That's something that is, has become a lot more important to me in the last several years, just, you know, combining aging with, with uh, a lot of travel and having, having had to develop strategies for myself to keep my energy up, to keep my vitality. So that's a lot of what I want to share also, not just on the, the hardcore training part that, you know, that kind of kills everybody, but also on some restorative measures, uh, breathing exercises and, and focusing exercises that, you know, make a big difference on a day-to-day -day basis. And th those are some things I think a lot of our audience are going to be very familiar with. And so that's going to be a, a definitely an important part of, of what I'm going to be sharing. That's awesome, awesome, man. I mean, what's, what's cool is all of us are in our forties. So re restoration yeah. is important to all of us. And sincere and I talk about that all of the time on the show, how you need to, balance adrenaline-based exercise, intense exercise with restorative type work like the qigong you teach, Steve, or tai chi or, or the yoga you do, Ken. You know, these are our meditation sincere does. These are all restorative practices. So I think that's a great integral component of the course that people are going to get a lot out of. And also, it's good for people for to know. Mahler recovery oil baths that you do, Mike. <laughs> well, so can, can I drink well, it, Well, we, we have, can, can we I drink have it? recovery <laughs> methods in Vegas, but you know, I'm going to save that for the course. <laughs> I'm going to have uh, my friend. I got a guy who does IV treatment, so I'm going to I'm going to have him set up 40 IV bags at the end of each day. You know, that'll be some good photo ops right there. <laughs> like, what the hell went on at that workshop? Damn it. Why didn't I, why didn't I sign up? <laughs> Here's what people did at the end of the first day. It's like 40 people and like a whole stretchers with IVs in them. <laughs> Come on. Yep. First day of success. And you put that photo up on Facebook. <laughs> They're like, what the so hell? Here's how we really recover. After so Steve, Steve really did kill them. <laughs> Just like he said. <laughs> uh, what's cool is for people easy to do as you know it's like you know first 10 minutes exactly for people who do want to go out though and have a good time and party it up and then still feel refreshed and ready to go the next day i, I my, my friend martin will be around 
with a uh, Marshall rather will be, he'll be around with, he's a medic and he does IV treatments where he actually, he can actually come to your hotel room and hook you up with vitamin C therapy, <laughs> magnesium, you name it. Man. That should have started <laughs> off so wrong. He's like, he this comes to your hotel room and hook you up. That kind of stuff too. <laughs> you hookers, cocaine, and whatever you need. It's one stop shopping. Man. This yeah. is a Vegas experience. You got guys with Viagra in their IV bags. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not have that happen. Okay. <laughs> That'll make for a Thanks very for awkward. Being the first reason, sincere. <laughs> that that right there would make a very awkward presentation. You're standing there in front of all these guys, hyped up on Viagra, like, okay. <laughs> to my, I, I wanted your full attention, but you're taking it a little too far, guys. Let's just let's drop down a little bit here. It's like, stand up for the next exercise. I can't. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do this one seated. No, we're doing. Like we're doing middle school presses. No, I'll do seated presses instead. That's my book, Ken Blackburn. Okay. Just, Everybody get down. Flashbacks to junior high school. Is exactly. that what you said? Exactly. <laughs> Mike's been there before. <laughs> He's talked about that before. <laughs> it's especially windy today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's when I gotta pull the Ken Blackburn. Like, okay, everybody, drop down to a Cobra while while we're talking. Go over some things. Been there, been there before, man. When you're when you're on my testosterone booster, that's a daily occurrence. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, I, how do we say it was Ken Drakkar Noir Blackburn? <laughs> Root by Fabergé. I ordered that stuff in bulk. <laughs> oh, man. Mr. Blackburn uh, himself. <laughs> I, th- I think that's going to be a theme for all of us, though, is program design. Because we all, none of us just train with kettlebells. We all do a variety of things. And I think that's what people want to hear because – Kettlebell only programs have been around forever. I mean, Steve and I've been doing this for a really long time since I've been doing it since 2002. Steve's been doing it since then. So I mean, we've we've seen this whole kettlebell only concept go to just being more broad-minded, using other components to get the most out of your training. So I think that's going to be a common theme among all of us. We all have our different way of training, but I think that'll be a common theme. Mm-hmm. And I, I also want to preface people or, or just reinforce the point that. Some people may be hearing all this kettlebell sport talk. If you're not interested in kettlebell sport, that doesn't mean that the course is not a fit for you or that you're not going to get a lot out of anyone's instruction that's related to that. Because the techniques you learn there, you can apply to whatever you want to do. Like I've learned a lot about how to press way more efficiently and better watching people like Steve, Ken, Mitch, all of you guys, just looking at the efficiency and so forth. The way I press now is no tension whatsoever, even with heavy kettlebells, more relaxed, more breathing in between reps. When I do double swings, heavy, it's high repetitions, fluid, and so forth. So you can you can take these concepts and apply it to whatever your goal is, however you want to train with Absolutely. Whatever you want to do. Definitely. There's, I mean, that's where the science is. It's not about, um, you know, on the surface, someone may, might see the, the variation as being the, the key theme, and it's not, it's not necessarily the variation because – um, you know, it's the difference between there has to be some specificity if you want to achieve, you know, any any reasonable level or, or high level. Right. Um, and, it, you know, the science isn't really combining the different modalities, but having it in a logical cooperation where everything is it's not just throwing. It's not like just throwing things and seeing what sticks to the wall. Right. And, right. you know, a lot of workouts now um, do do have that sort of. Uh, it, it's almost too general where the where they associate doing more different things with better. Right. And that's confusion. not really where it's at for for um, <laughs> anyone beyond, a, say, a, a basic to intermediate level. You know, the, right. w- once you get beyond that sort of intermediate level where you, you know, you have good fitness, but now you have some specific goals. If it's, say, athletics or performance goals, 
you need to definitely have a a more uh, periodized approach, a more scientific approach to to how it fits together in a logical sequence. Yeah. Right. So it's more than right. just doing as much variation as possible. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems to be a common common issue these days is people want workouts to be entertaining. So they want they, they're like I never do the same workout twice, right? We hear that all the time. <laughs> always so, varied. Is, I never is, do the same the exercise two workouts in a row. It's always something different. And then you never get good at anything though. You don't get good at the right. skill of those basic movements because you can always get better at deadlifts, squats, presses, etc. There's never going to be a time where you're going, "Well, my technique is perfect there." There's always something that can be tweaked just a little bit and make it that much better. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of the, um, you know, again, that's such a huge point is I think a lot of people think, well, I really don't, I'm not interested in kettlebell sport because I don't want to compete in kettlebell sport. But if you learn about the, the movements, the breathing, and the programming for kettlebell sport, you could never, ever step on a platform and that would just be fine. But to use like an MMA athlete or a combat athlete as an example, if you get somebody to the point where they can do a five minute set with the 24s and they can go at 10 reps a minute, they may never step on the platform, but they will guaranteed see a carryover to what they're doing in the gym. Exactly. Definitely. Have you worked Absolutely. with some MMA fighters, Ken, recently? I thought you were working with yeah, some. Yeah, when you were working with um, Darren as well, Ken, Darren um, Fruchshank. Oh, no, that's Garen Clark. Yeah, I think okay. Garen Clark, Craig Funk, they work with uh, Darren Krushank. I've never worked with Darren, but I've heard outstanding things about him. But a lot of my friends are MMA fighters. A lot of my friends are jiu-jitsu guys. And, of course, you know, with Mitch and I, we both do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And the one thing, you know, I've seen, and it's just not me embellishing because it's my kid. But, you know, Mitch is now doing five-minute sets for the 36 kilograms in the long cycle. And when he goes into jiu-jitsu, he, of course, still has to learn the technique. So he's still a little bit new in that regard. But as far as this conditioning standpoint, in a conditioning standpoint, everybody there just kind of looks at me and they're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> you know? Right. You know, he's a legitimate badass. There's no question. About <laughs> no, no doubt. No doubt. Now, Ken, is that double 36s? And how much does Mitch weigh now? Uh, Mitch right now is probably be around 175. And yeah, that would be double 36s. Wow. Hmm. Wow. That's wow. no joke, man. No joke. And, you know, yeah. and it's just create those anomalies where you have an athlete who's maybe 170 or 180, but is much, much stronger than their weight would indicate. And there's probably not, you know, any, any weight, any sport with a weight class is going to love that type of benefit because right. you get the work capacity, you get the strength, but you don't get all fluffy and heavy and have all kinds of useless muscle. Right. 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 Outstanding. Now, how about you? How about you, Sincere? What are you going to be getting into? Yeah, definitely one of the points I'm going to drive home is um, just utilizing the system I've been using with my my classes. And a lot of times people see it on the videos on YouTube and Instagram. I mean, they always ask, you know, pretty much how do you combine bodyweight training with kettlebell work? And and most time they see a lot of the women in my class and they're like, whoa, those girls are moving some heavy weight. And they're using like two kettlebells. I mean, there's my one client, Kimbra, who's always pretty much using 24s, double 24s in almost all of her conditioning you know, workouts. And, you know, people are asking, like, you know, how do I get there and still look like a woman, you know, and, and not look like, I don't know, just some rundown wildebeest or something like that. So, <laughs> so, you know, that's one of the things I want to bring, bring home. And another thing that you always notice in those videos, we're having a lot of fun. So, and I think that's the aspect that's missing with training a lot these days. Everybody's just so freaking serious. I mean, it's very important to have a goal, but they get so serious about the goal and they stress about the goals. So one of the things I like to always do is first of all, find your focus with your training, combine kettlebells with unconventional training and bodyweight training, mix those things up without just doing things for the sake of muscle confusion and that crappy stuff like that. But at the same time, add an element of play and fun to it as well. So 
there are a lot of things that we'll be going over as far as a small group environment. So if you're training with one an, another person, two people, three people, or a class of five to ten, how to really incorporate that, make it effective, and not just make it look like a hot mess, like you see a lot of these so-called quote-unquote boot camps and fit camps where they have 30, 40 people training, and it just you don't know what's going on. It looks like disorganized chaos you know so it's a good way for those instructors that will be at the course to learn how to effectively program in a group environment but at the same time if you're not an instructor and you pretty much train by yourself i will show you how you can use these same methods and train yourself and basically really basic thing on also self-cueing so when you're training by yourself you'll know how to coach yourself if you don't have a coach present so you'll know how to say certain words and give yourself certain cues when you're doing certain lifts like whether it be the jerk just certain things so anyone's ever worked with me before you know and ken can tell you i have a very unique way of describing certain exercises that makes it very memorable to do certain moves you know especially with things as complicated as the snatch and the jerk and it just even though sometimes it may not be as politically correct as a lot of so-called instructors like to be but one thing about it when you get that visual description you know going on you remember like oh okay so so we're really going to cover that as well but like i said the main thing is going to be based around group training and play and I'm not just saying, you know, just we're trying to be like everybody else is being very novel and just have this this concept of trying to be just as primal and go back to our roots <laughs> as, as possible. But no, what we're going to do, it's going to make sense. You know, and so we're going to effectively put together body weight training, kettlebell training and unconventional training. So wherever at the gym that we're going to do this course, I'm going to show you pretty much how to use pretty much anything that you have to get what you want, but do it in a very intelligent way. So no matter what they have there, we can make good use of that and use that for assistance exercises to whatever your goals may be. That's awesome, man. I mean, I'm going to do something totally different at this course. I'm going to teach people how to play blackjack, count cards, <laughs> you know, how, to, how to go, which, casino, which casinos to go to where you're more, more likely to win, you know, when to raise your bet, when to lower, when to surrender, when to double down, and you know, all that kind of stuff. You know? it's about who's a hooker and who just happens to just be some girl that's being nice to you. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, go, uh, I'll go after whoever goes first, and I'm like, all right, guys, get ready to get in the shuttle. We're all heading down to the Bellagio. <laughs> I've got It'll 10 blackjack tables booked. Game. <laughs> I'll just be walking around each blackjack table, be like, no, 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 that's not what you do. Okay, you got to split those here. No, no, what are you doing? You got to take a card, hit it. <laughs> no count, no count. <laughs> no, I think it's gonna be cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, be, I mean, nowadays I'm focused on barbell work and using kettlebells as a support system for that rather than kettlebells as a standalone training, which I did back in the day. So it's, I'm going to get into that quite a bit because I know there's quite a few people that want to know how to use kettlebells to support some of the other things they're doing. So we'll get into that quite a bit. And then just double kettlebell work, optimizing double kettlebell pressing, double swings, double snatch, some of the more complex lifts, some of the complexes. And then bodyweight training. Dragon flags is one of my favorite abdominal exercises, if not my favorite, standing ab wheel rollouts, things of those nature. So some of the more difficult body weight exercises, some of the more difficult kettlebell exercises, how to put this all together in a program that makes sense. Hormone optimization stuff, I'll be available to answer questions during dinners and breaks and so forth, but I'd rather not go into a lecture on that just because the podcast is such a, it's a way better platform for that because now you can listen to it many times. You can really digest the information. So I'll leave that to people. If they want to bring up questions, I'm happy to answer it. But I want to focus on training at this course. Awesome. 
So there, that's it's gonna be a, a, a jam-packed weekend, people. It's a lot of stuff. You're gonna come away with so much material, no matter where you are with your training, whether you are training to compete in kettlebell sport, whether you're just the guy that or the lady that's pretty much just trying to stay in shape. You know, especially as we're getting older, but you just want to make sure that you're working on your training program in a more sensible, intelligent way. With the four of us helping you out and talking about programming and showing the different modalities that you can use, then you're in for a treat with that. Because I, let's just let's admit it, there are a lot of folks who are hopping over that. To say first of all, that 30 mark, and then 35, then 40, then 45. You know, as those five-year increments keep happening, you got to get a lot smarter about your training. And it's not just for the sake of recovery, but also for the sake of actually progressing. You know, not just being at a standstill. And if you're still using the training program you used 10 years ago, if you're 40 and you're still training like you did when you were 30, some things need to be worked out. Okay. <laughs> you know, we got to work some things out. You know, you <laughs> we, we always see that guy too, right? That's the guy who's got <laughs> knee wraps on, elbow wraps on. He's got like a triple, triple oh. duck your belt on. You know? He's doing, he's doing, the, he's doing the mummy technique. That's what we call that. That's the mummy technique when you're all wrapped up like that. <laughs> like, damn, dude, you got more wrapped in a concert. What's going on with this, man? Come on. <laughs> the wraps have become half reps now because you can't walk out. Exactly. Anymore. And he's grunting all out. <laughs> like, dude, you didn't even go all the way down that squat. What's, what's going on here <laughs> so yeah we don't want you we don't want you to be that guy or that girl and that's the, one of the reasons why we're really be talking about programming that for like a sensible programming throughout this course See, Someone she, somebody's Someone on their way to the course already i'm driving yeah <laughs> i'm driving steve's, multitasking. Steve, steve's, at, steve's at a drive through at dairy queen <laughs> yeah i'll take an eminem blizzard to go please <laughs> let's not have steve talk about like his cream, diet recommendations man. because steve steve is a guy who could have like five pancakes for breakfast exactly. and, you know, ice cream for lunch and he's still and, and a beer <laughs> and he's like he's freaking ripped and he's like what the hell man it's like that that old unfunny joke why does a dog lick its balls something like that because he can <laughs> what an analogy <laughs> that's gonna be quoted <laughs> i didn't even think it was funny but apparently what, you guys what do an, what an analogy i thought everybody knew that one that is the most abstract analogy. Taylor Grover's in the background giving a thumbs up. Hold on, man. First of all, being a Texan, I love me some Dairy Queen, but now you've just ruined Dairy Queen for me because every time I pull up to the blizzard, I'm going to sit there and think about a dog licking his balls. Steve's like, you know, I can eat whatever I want. You know, kind of like the way a dog can lick his balls. You know, I can. All right. Well, you never saw that movie. My bad. <laughs> was that movie like a Japanese porno or what kind of movie was this? <laughs> it was the unknown comic, actually. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. What was You're watching like, some I, strange movies in your international I, travels. No. See, Ken, now I know why. Just those airplane movies, Ken. Too, I mean, Steve, there's too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I'm looking at my dog right now. I'm like, oh, so that's why you do it. Okay. He's like, uh-huh. That's right. All day. Try it sometime, buddy. I'll pass. Yeah. Of course, he's not the link between Dairy Queen and licking balls. He's never going to be the same. I'm ruined right now, man. He just ruined it for me. Like, okay. No, we're just, actually, we're just having a nice, nice yeah. vegan lunch. <laughs> uh I think 50% of us in this conversation are vegan, if I'm not mistaken. 50% of us? Who's the other one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ken, are you back, are you back to, to 
It's like carnage again. <laughs> no, I'm a vegetarian. Only when he's in Texas. Only when he's in Texas. I think, right? What's that? You, you eat fish or? Yeah, when I travel. Yeah, I definitely do fish when I travel. Otherwise, I'm just going to end up just loading up on a bunch of carbs. I'm not going to make sure. any comment there on that statement. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great place out in San Diego. Great uh, vegan. It's got to be good if you're used to eating meat, you know, because right, usually right. Uh, usually it doesn't taste good unless it's, unless it is. <laughs> so, it could be, be an acquired taste in those vegan restaurants. Raw food, vegan food, for example, that's kind of an acquired taste. It's not where I take a friend of mine who's never had vegan food before. You know? may never want to have it again after that. <laughs> like, you know, let's go to this raw restaurant. Like, dude, I can just go to the grocery store and just eat in the fruit and vegetable section next time. <laughs> <laughs> I know these raw vegan places where they they found a clever way to charge you forty bucks for fruits and vegetables. You know, <laughs> like man, this, this, this you know what? Hold on. Hold on. If I want to spend that, better be good. Yes, like if I want to spend forty or fifty dollars on raw vegetables, then I'll just go to Whole Foods. Okay, I don't need to go to a restaurant for that. Jeez, man. Yeah, Whole Foods is overrated, I think, actually. Oh, oh well, yes, yeah, yes, they are. I mean, they're in bed with a lot of Monsanto stuff too. They're, so. they're, they're on. It's not legit. Yeah, no, you're right. They are, and they're unfortunately some of the, they're some of the only options for a lot of people across the yeah. country. Fortunately, we got a people's cooperative out here that's that's really solid, all lo- locally grown. You know, they 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 practice what they preach, so that's nice. But it's not so common. Yeah, no. uh, it's, it's getting more. I mean, we have some of those co-ops here in Vegas too, and there's actually farmers markets here that are not half bad actually. So I'm trying to support those, but it's hard to get everything from those. It's not like the right. Santa Monica farmer's market where you could get right. everything you're going to eat that week easily there for a fraction of the cost that you would spend at Whole Foods. Right. Exactly. Definitely overrated. Right. Yeah, the more the more people take charge of their own food supply, that's one thing that Sincere and I always encourage people is that you can get together with your neighbors and do these co-ops where whatever kind of foods you want can be delivered once a week and it's coming straight from a small farm, so you're supporting a small farmer. And you're getting a highest quality product at the best price possible. So it's win-win all around. You're right. There's a definite need for, for this education. And uh, as great as the country is from a lot of regards, our, our food source is definitely, um, you know, in the wrong hand. Right. It's, um, for, wrong yeah, pockets. So really in the wrong pockets. It's one of the biggest <laughs> yes, problems, absolutely. actually, that we're facing is the degrading food supply. And, of course, it's something that no politician on either side ever touches because it's actually well, an important yeah, issue. <laughs> palms are greased from in both, you know. both sides of the aisle. So well, it's don't the same people food. that buy it. Yeah, exactly. I, I kind of laugh at our, our system because people are like, well, we have a choice in all this. It's like, look, <laughs> all these powers that be decide who the, ca- the two candidates are going to be. So no matter who we pick, they win. <laughs> you, yeah. know? So, yeah. you, you don't have a choice. Really, it's nice you got to pay to play. One point or another, yeah. yeah right. You got to pay to play. So, so if you're not paying to play, you don't have a choice in the matter. Third, third party people don't get any media time. They don't get any press time. So most people don't even know who they are. Right. And so when they go to the ballot box, they don't even know who these people are to, to whether they should vote for them or not. So it's it's a system that's rigged where you know who, whoever we vote for, we're basically getting the same person. It's an illusion. Like I say, same crap, different toilet. That's all it is, man. You know, the I toilet mean, could be red, it could be blue, but it's still crap inside. Yeah, the still brown. Well, that's good. Department of Agriculture has had a Monsanto executive for the last several presidencies. <laughs> exactly. That kind of says it all right there, you know. Yeah, you know, Unbelievable. You, you have an ex-Monsanto lawyer sitting on the Supreme Court. I mean, how do you think you're going to win with your food, people? Yeah. <laughs> you know, to my the only thing organic he ever had was like a what a pubic hair on top of a coke can. That's about as organic as he's ever went. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Cuban cigar. <laughs> oh man. So, but Tom, the other thing too that that should be mentioned is, you know, for the folks attending the seminar, um, you know, collectively the four of us have a, you know, quite a lot of experience teaching teaching different population. It's going to be important for uh, for everyone to understand that. You're definitely going to have opportunities to pick our brain. Uh, we, we definitely will save some time for some, you know, roundtable discussions and just uh, it's good to get different endpoints as far as nutrition as well and, you know, other important topics. So I, I think it's really important that folks will have a chance to to be able to, you know, question us on, on some of these topics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's great. And then we'll, we'll have group dinners where people can really get time with all of us and talk about stuff like that. So, you know, I'll incorporate some nutrition information into my lecture just to give people some something to think about. And then when they have questions about that, they can they can come up to any of us at any of the extracurricular activities. We're looking at getting not only some group dinner set up, but also looking at getting possibly one of the bars in a casino rented out where just the group is there, you know, things of that nature. Because again, we want this to be a real experience. We don't want this to be something where you come out, you go through some training, and then you just go back to your hotel room. It sounds like pistol jumps on the table is what you're, what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. There'll be some Kosak dancing will be occurring for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar. We, we, may even, we may even get Ken to do the, the infamous Van Damme dance for once. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, the, the split dance. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're, we're going to Mandalay Bay, so isn't that where Chippendales are? Aren't those guys there, too? So I think Ken might end up getting an audition actually, if he Actually, Chippendales that. is at the casino you stayed at. Oh, are you? There at <laughs> you know the Rio, the crappier ones. Oh you know? no, those weren't Chippendale dancers. Those are Chippendale, no, Chippendales wouldn't be allowed on the no, Las that, Vegas. That was the Chip and Dale dancers from he's like of Disney fame right there. Okay. <laughs> Good cover. <laughs> okay, all right, that's great. Awesome man. Quick thinking. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the Rio is where people go when they want to spend $50 and, and not get much of return. Sincere has his internal podcast uh, GPS system. He's like, I'm redirecting comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can ask Ken. If one thing I'm good at is deflection, okay? <laughs> that it, it benefits me in my snatch training, deflection. That's one Absolutely. of the key aspects of snatch training. Okay, it's all about you hear that, people? <laughs> and one thing Sincere is good at also is taking the ball and running with it. Because I mean, I've brought up I've brought up some topics where for any other co-host they would have just tried to like push that one under the carpet, and Sincere grabs it and runs with it. Man, I'm like, oh yeah, hey man. I think we're a little, you know, I know I know he's African American, but I think we're a little beyond the stereotype that every African American needs to be a running back. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I was I was a basketball player actually, Steve. But, you know. Okay, dude, have you met me, basketball player, take, and me in the same the sentence? On, 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 that, on that note, Sincere's going to be doing a rap performance. I'm like, I'm like who, who the hell do I look like, Spud Webb? You can't, don't even mention me in the same sentence with basketball. Come on, man. Spud Webb. It's going to be at the middle of the dinner, and all of a sudden, Sincere stands up on the table. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. hey, hey. <laughs> 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 now, whips out the two turntables and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's gonna be a fun course. So folks, make sure that you email either Sincere or myself. We'll give you some brief information about the course. We'll give you the payment link. 
because for the entire month of April, we have that special where you can get in for $799.95. Once we have this ad, if and when, I should say, we have this ad copy up on any of our websites, it's going to go up to $200. Hey, Mike, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Because uh, you're kind of getting knocked out with all the air going on in the background. Steve, get out of the drive through brother. <laughs> That's me. Now there's a, there's a freeway overpass where I'm at right now. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Hey, all of that all over again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, because it sounds like... Get the cash to ask. <laughs> you, sound like, you sound like Darth Vader with a G-string on right now, okay? <laughs> hold, on, hold on a second. I'm going to delete Steve here. For... <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll put Vader with a G-string. <laughs> uh, there we go. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, so folks, remember, use email Sincere or myself, Mike at LLAPodcast.com or Sincere at LLAPodcast.com. Just say that you want in on the course because at this point, we're not just adding people to the VIP list anymore. The VIPs are signing up. So now is your opportunity to sign up. You have the entire month of April to make a decision and get in on the lowest price possible, seven ninety nine ninety five. Once, if and when we have to take this course to ad copy, and I say if and when because if we don't sell out the course this month, then we'll go to ad copy and open it up to more registrations. At that point, it's going to be $1,200. So the price is going to go way up. Now, don't wait until the end of April because there's a good chance this course will be sold out by then. And then we'll have to put you on the waiting list and hopefully someone bails out so you can get in. And who knows if that's going to happen. So do yourself a favor and get that email us out to us today. We'll send you the payment link and get registered. You're not going to regret it. You're going to have a great time. It's going to be a super fun weekend, and you're going to you're going to it's just going to be you're just going to have memories that you're going to enjoy for a long time afterwards. It's just going to be a real experience. It's not going to just be a course where all the instructors are boring and we're all wearing Radio Shack outfits. Boring. <laughs> and then it's going to be a politically correct dinner where watch your language, folks. No, we're going to have fun here. You know, we're all we're all adults, man. It's going to be a fun weekend in Vegas. It's going to be a real Vegas experience. Radio Shack. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if I catch any one of you wearing a pair of khakis, I swear I'm going to bust you in the head with a freaking kettlebell. <laughs> well, after, after, I, after I departed from the RKC organization, I took those Patagonia pants and the all the Radio Shack shirts and I donated it to a homeless shelter. So there if, you, you go. <laughs> if you see anyone walking around Santa Monica in those shirts, then you know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, all right, people. <laughs> so, first of all, Ken, Steve, before you guys head out, is there anything you guys want to plug before that? Before we get to the course? Yeah, whatever you guys are working on. Mr. Blackburn? Um, I think we're good, man. I think uh, what Mike just said about the course, I think it, I think it's going to be great. One, we all get to hang out. It's going to be fun. You're going to get good information. You're going to work hard. And it's uh, it's Vegas. It's a great place to take a seminar. So it's not like, uh, you know, going to some places where there's nothing to do. I mean, you're really going to have a great time. You're going to learn good stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's not like Fenton, Fenton, Michigan, for example. You know? <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> it's not like Flint, Michigan, either, for that matter. You know, oh, nothing's like Flint, Michigan. <laughs> uh, not, not, not knocking any of those places. Those are great people in those places. But Vegas is a great place to have a really good time. A lot of entertainment opportunities here. For all we know, there's going to be some great concerts because it is actually Mr. Olympia weekend, the same weekend we're doing our course. And when someone told me that, I said, Psh, 
great. Let's let's pick the same weekend because that'll be entertainment right there. You know how many crazy parties there are going to be associated with the Mr. Olympia? Exactly. So that'll be a good time. You, ended up, you, you want to talk about people watching. The best people watching you'll ever see is the Mr. Olympia. It's like that bar in the first Star Wars movie. Remember that bar? I, I do believe uh, Sincere... <laughs> I do believe Sincere made a Centaur reference earlier. <laughs> so, you know, there's a possibility. <laughs> no, but there's probably going to be some good concerts then, too, because right now all the great shows are, are starting to pile up in Vegas. So, I mean, I think, I think there'll be some opportunities for some fun extracurricular activities via a show. But even if that doesn't happen... There's always something to do in this town. There should be at least oh. one good concert. The last the last time my wife and I went out there, the concert oh, no. was a no, was don't bring it up. <laughs> bring it up, letdown. bring it up. And let's go ahead and cut off the show right now. <laughs> Just it was a levels plummet. No, I'm not now. talking about Celine Dion, Mike. I oh, he brought it up. He snuck it in there anyway, <laughs> didn't he? I'm talking about Beyonce. That, that, that was Beyonce. a gift, folks, for Steve, by the way. <laughs> and just a clarification, Mike, you were at a Celine Dion concert? <laughs> it was actually part of an experiment. It was part of the, the research for the testosterone booster to see how well it really works. <laughs> yeah, and, and I was happy to report that my levels were still higher than Ken's are normally even after the celine dion oh, concert oh, so i'm doing something right i was kidding but... jab 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 <laughs> you immediately after the, you did have to walk home i think you passed the spearmint rhino on the way home so that's not really a, an objective measure uh that that place that's that place just in that that place totally ruins your testosterone to cortisol ratio so i don't think it does much to, uh, it, it optimize your hormones it, does, it certainly doesn't optimize your wallet that's for sure hell no <laughs> unless you're trying to lose some weight in your wallet in your bank account then yes it's excellent for that man it's like i just spent a lot of money on some dumb people in a dumb place what does that make me a dumbass driving home you know? <laughs> a dumb monger is what you are <laughs> it's like man that was a raw deal <laughs> <laughs> not okay <laughs> so steve steve what you have going on man Since, are you, um are you still well, in the country or during you know from yeah, yeah. September? i've just been kicking my feet up for for too long actually I, um yeah i've been been really taking it easy almost no travel which which i i'm kind of gotten used to enjoying it a lot um I bet. but i'm gonna i'm gonna be moving around uh the end of this month, um, gonna the gonna go to Dubai. Um, the end of April and Kuwait. First time to Kuwait. Haven't wow. been there awesome. before. Wow. Um, great folks out there. They're very enthusiastic, and uh, you know, so I'm looking forward forward to being out there. Love love uh, the, the Emirates. That's a real nice part of the world. Um, so for the next, this is kind of my last three weeks of of uh, quiet time, and then I'll be moving around a lot over the summer months. Um, but one thing I want to let folks know about is uh, we have our IKFF site redesigned. Oh, cool. Uh, it's going to be about another 10 days, probably two weeks at the most. Great. Uh, really excited about that. Um, it's going to put a lot of feature on our master trainers that we have from around the world. Um, super proud of them. You know, Ken, Ken kind of being the, the leader, the, the example of, you know, just an awesome, uh, you know, awesome IKFF trainer. But um Got a got a select handful of really high level folks that are, uh, you know, that are going to be carrying on the CKT program, and I'm really excited about just kind of making that announcement. So I'd like, you know, folks can keep an eye open in about another week to two. Check the IKFF site, see the new website and the new uh, the new programs that we have. 
Oh, that's uh, great. That's yeah, great. So that, that's coming real soon. Eager for that to be finished. And um, yeah, because I know I know the website hasn't been updated since two thousand nine. So it's a good thing that you're getting around to that. So. <laughs> 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 Ked, Ked, Ked's blog Ked's blog on there about how about the first time he ever met me is still on there. You know, it's like two thousand eight. You know? <laughs> he no longer has those same feelings, by the way. <laughs> yeah, after that testosterone comment, I'm just I'm crushed. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the whole blog post was about how he had serious flatulence the whole night, so I hope he doesn't have those same feelings anymore. <laughs> <laughs> moved He's moved on. It's passed on now. Let's hope so. <laughs> Talking about cutting one loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, that's, that's great, Steve. Yeah, we look forward to seeing the updates on your websites, ikff.net. And uh, you, you're, you have, you have a. When did your book come out? You had a book come out a couple um, months ago, yeah, right? Yeah, Human, Human Kinetics. Kinetics yeah, pu- published my book. Um, I would say it's been about three months. Okay. Um, it's going really well. It's actually Good. a book of the month for Human Kinetics this month. I, I just found out, so that's oh, cool. Um, feedback's been great. Definitely put a put a lot of um, a lot of work into that. No, it's a home and, run, man. Uh, I got a preview copy of it before it got was published. And home run, buddy. You, you, it's a great book. It's it's so comprehensive. So much information on program design, kettlebell technique, everything. I mean, if you're into kettlebell training, you want to get that book because you're going to get a lot out much. of it. Yeah, it's killer. Thank you very much. Yeah, I I, I, um, I enjoyed how it came out. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming on, buddy. And we'll, thank you guys. Probably won't talk to you for a while because you're going to be traveling a lot, but we definitely look forward to working with you in September and we'll keep you up to date with progressions as they come along. It's my pleasure. Thanks for your time, guys. Um, everybody have a great day. You too, buddy. Take care, man. Take care. Okay. Take care. Bye. Thanks again, guys. Hey, Ken. And what, what about yourself, Ken? Anything coming up? Uh, day just uh, more, more, more teaching, more traveling. So um, trying to envision my schedule right now, but I'm drawing a blank. So. Um, you know, just make sure to check the IKFF website. We've got a ton of events coming up and not just certifications, but we have competitions popping up all over. We have workshops popping up all over. And, and like Steve said, keep an eye out for the new website, uh, based on everything I'm seeing, it's, it's going to look awesome. It's going to be, uh, really easy to navigate and a lot of good information. Are you taking any new clients as well? Are you, I know we, we know you work with a lot of distant clients, program designs, things of that nature. Are you still, you still taking on new people? Yeah, I'm still taking on new people. I would say at this point, I'm almost maxed out. Uh, The online team has really grown to a point where it's awesome, and I love doing it. But we're also kind of getting to a point where, you know, there's just so many folks that I'm working with that, you know, maybe one or two more spots. And at that point, I'm I'm just maxed out because I'm I'm literally living in front of a spreadsheet all day. (laughs) Well, cool, man. Thanks so much for coming on, buddy. And you can find out more about Ken also at ikff.net. He's all over Facebook. He's on Twitter. You're on Twitter as well, right, Ken? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I don't. I'm not on Twitter as much as Facebook. So okay. probably the best way to find me is via Facebook. Okay, very cool. And then check out all the clips of Ken and Mitch training. They've done. They did a great series with On It, where they went through a lot of kettlebell techniques. They even went through some clubbell stuff and and of what nature and awesome stuff. I was laughing, Ken, because I, I posted. I, I looked. I saw a clip of you and Mitch doing some kettlebell techniques, and you were talking Mitch through some kettlebell swings, and some jack off in the comments thread is going, "Oh, this this kid, this guy doesn't have this guy's technique is terrible. There's no hip drive, and you know he doesn't really know what he's doing." I was like, "Yeah, that's why he's a master of sport, jack off." I see your clip. You know, it's always right. some idiot who doesn't have a clip of him doing anything, and 
doesn't even doesn't even you know do a little bit of research on who you're criticizing before you put your foot in your mouth. You know, what I mean, because right. yeah, if, if this they, guy they took they two seconds, know they don't know, and you know yeah. that's that's unfortunate for them. But you know, hey, there's always going to be haters. I, I just think it's stupid though, because if you took two seconds to put this guy's this guy's name in a Google search, you'd be like, oh wow, this guy's achieved some high level stuff with this, and then you would and then you wouldn't have to say anything dumb, <laughs> you know? You you could shut up at first, but I, th- I think I think it goes YouTube comment threads are like the absolute worst place. It's like if they're it's like a, it's like a it's like a douchebag junkyard. You go into any YouTube <laughs> comment thread, and you're just no, gonna so find a shit ton of. Just stupid people. Well, it's like what Joe Rogan said about hecklers. He goes, 100% of the time, they're douchebags. <laughs> <You know? Right. laughs> and that is so true, man. That is so true. It's the same thing with YouTube experts. And like I said, it's never constructive or someone who has clips of their own, ever. You know, it's just some jack off, never knows what they're talking about. So anyway, more about Ken on IKFF.net. You put his name in YouTube, you're going to see a lot of cool clips come up all over Facebook. Definitely check them out and definitely get signed up for our course in September. You're going to have a blast, man. The four of us are good friends, as you can tell on this show. So it's going to be, it's going to be a very relaxed, fun atmosphere. It's not going to be some uptight atmosphere where we're saying, yes, sir. And it's, you know, crap like that. It's going to be a fun event. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys do put me into Google, what you're going to probably pop up first is there's a dude named Ken Black who's got the world record for throwing a paper airplane. So awesome. I, I don't know how I can compete with that relevance. But I hope two more days. <laughs> yeah, you might have to go to the fourth or fifth page. You know, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, cool, man. Thanks a lot for coming on, buddy. We'll be talking hey, to you soon. Thanks for having me. Cool, man. Take care. Thanks, man. All right, folks. So that's just kind of we just you know we we just want more than anything else. We just wanted people to hear the four of us kind of talking together because we're all really good friends and. This is what the course is going to be like. It's going to be fun. You can tell the four of us know how to have a good time. We're going to put on great instruction. We have so much experience between the four of us, so much great material to convey, so much good technique information, program design information, restoration information. All of us have great nutrition information to give as well. So it's just going to be an action-packed course. And then on top of that, it's going to be a lot of fun extracurricular activities. So mark September 2021 on your calendar. Just put an X through those days right now. Put an X through the Friday before because you're going to be flying in that day. Yeah. And and bring you know if you have a family or you have a wife or a girlfriend or a boyfriend, whatever, you know, make this a Vegas weekend. You can come out to the course, have a fun time, and then you can stick around for an extra day or two and really kick back and enjoy enjoy the town. It's a great place to come out and unwind. Exactly. And the perfect time of year to do it as well. Yeah, so. September's great. Hot summer's over. September's not cold yet. It's gonna be sunny every day. It's gonna I mean that that's why we have this we had a guy uh sign up from the UK and I'm sure he's thinking, Man, I can't wait to be there in September because <laughs> the he knows sun. it's not gonna Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's it's like I've heard I've heard sky. great stories about this thing you guys call the sun. And I wanna <laughs> I wanna experience it for myself. <laughs> People are so spoiled here in Vegas. If it rains one day, people don't know what to do. Exactly. Like, oh my God, it's raining. It's great. I don't. I don't know if I can drive in this weather. <laughs> you know, I'm so. I'm so depressed. It's like, yeah, it's. It's only blue skies 364 days out of the year. <laughs> I, I can see why this is causing such an inconvenience for you. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, email both of us. Sincere at llapodcast.com. Mike at llapodcast.com. Get signed up for the course. He'll send you the link. Well, I'll send you the link. Either or, and you'll get in, and we're gonna have fun. I mean, hell. Just listen to the show. And this is just, this is like an appetizer. It's not even an appetizer right here. It's like the complimentary mint compared to what you're going to get that weekend. So, it's all right, perfect. All right, folks. Take care, everyone. See you guys all next time.